Welcome to the Gutter America podcast, where we sit down with fabulous people, amazing people who do life in our community and who are from here because we believe every, I say we as though like there's somebody, I believe every story should be told. I'm your host, Hedy Coleman. Today, I am sitting down with the one and only, the guy, the man, Ronnie Fields. Before we jump in this conversation with Ronnie, Will you please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, do all the things, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Also, I just want to give a big shout out uh, to my man, Kevin Kraft over at State Farm for sponsoring this podcast. I was just in his office yesterday and Kevin and I have the best time when we go in there. We're, we're friends now. We're beyond just me giving him money for life insurance, car insurance, home insurance, just all the money. We talked about life. We talked about his daughter. We talked about his son. We talked about his wife, who's a school teacher. Like, that's the kind of relationship uh, I'm grateful to have with my agent, Kevin. And so, Kevin, thank you again for sponsoring because you're helping me reach the mission of having every story told in our favorite community, Guthrie, America. Ronnie. What's up? It's been a few years now, but you moved back home. Yep. Yep. Most most of the time, people are not trying to move back home. Why Why in the world did you move back home? So we were living in El Reno at the time. I had been at that church for a little over 10 years, and opportunity came up to come back to my home church. And so I just felt like this is where God was, was leading me. I, I do like being in a small town. We've lived in, I'd say, probably more moderate cities, Waco, Odessa, Fort Worth was a big town. That was that was a big big city. But I didn't know you lived in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. How long did you live in Fort Worth? Uh, three and a half years. While I was oh, in wow. seminary. Okay. Seminary at TCU. So, so we lived there for <clears throat> for that time, and then Odessa, which is a bigger city, but it's isolated. So it's not like you just you know drive thirty minutes to go to Oklahoma City or something. It's that's it. You're pretty well contained because it's two and a half hours to Lubbock. I mean, that's probably the biggest city outside of Midland Odessa. Midland Odessa are kind of connected. Yeah. But uh anyway, so we we were in El Reno and and just just really felt that pull back here. And I've having grown up here, it it is a great place. I I, I loved my time here growing up. I know yeah. that's another reason some people are like, oh can't wait to leave and mm-hmm. you know, but but I, I loved I loved Guthrie and I still do. I'm thankful my son's growing up here and mm-hmm. going to school here and so it's good stuff. You and I have that, and in, in, uh, we're similar in that way that we both moved back. Yeah. You, and another thing we're similar is that we both pastor churches. So we moved back, and we're both pastoring churches in our hometown. Now, there's a, a, a well-known verse that uh, that speaks about a prophet is not welcomed in his hometown. Yep. Give me a little bit of help me flesh that out with your seminary degree. Like, <clears throat> how so, did you and I are able to come back home and be able to? Do this when well, the Bible and, and what's of it. funny, and, and I'm not going to out you here because you this part of your testimony is you know your and my stories are different. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I was a, I mean, again, no offense, but yeah. I, I was a good kid. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Why are you laughing in there, honey? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was good grades, yeah. leader, all that you know kind of stuff, and so and that was the nice thing. I can come back, and I don't, I don't have to reconcile yeah, you know yeah, for poor sure. relationships and yeah. stuff because i have friends who don't come to reunions either a because they didn't like some of our classmates 
or B are kind of embarrassed mm -hmm. of who they were in school. And so they're like, ah, and I'm like, but you're not that person anymore. Like, yeah, high school's over. That's a hundred years ago. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and so, however, I get it. Yeah. So, so the profit in the, in the hometown is, is, was a big concern. And that was something that I, I really did pray about because it's, it's really clear. Jesus is really clear in that, that profit isn't because he's talking about himself. Yes. And that's yeah, he goes back. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, we don't want you here. Yeah. You know, you're, you're Joseph's son, like yeah. son of a carpenter. What, what do you know? Yeah. And so it is, it's always a risk and, and, and it's a risk working for, for me. I mean, you started the church, yeah. right? Your founding pastor. Well, there's a combination, you know, we have North church, right. no, I yes, know, but, yes, but, yes, but you're the yes, founding campus yes, pastor, yeah, I should uh -huh, say. That's yes, right. So it's different in, in that, in that I'm coming to my home church. This is the church I grew up, which in. is even crazier. Yeah. And was baptized in. I'm working with staff that either I graduated with or went to school with or knew their husband or their sister and graduated with their sister in law. I mean, like all of these knows your story connections yeah. and lots of nepotism in our church. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I, I did not. He said that. And so. So, so, so it's a risk because it's the church that I love. Mm -hmm. And, and when, you know, having been gone for almost 30 years, when I came back, the ups and downs of the church affected me as well, yep. even from a long distance, because your home church is, is personal yep. to you. You have that connection because they were part of your, your spiritual upbringing, your, your growth, your first steps as a Christian. And so when they hurt, I hurt. When they rejoiced, I rejoiced. Yeah. And so they were kind of at a at a at an impasse when I came. Some some difficulties and some things had happened, and so I really felt like I could bring bring some peace and bring some stability yeah. to the table in in coming back. And so, and I think I think I I think I've I say I've but I think with God's help. And the Holy Spirit, I think I've, I think we've really done that, yeah, and and really kind of settled things down and kind of on an upward swing, which is good. We're I'd say we're pretty healthy overall as yeah. a church. So anyway, so that's so, good. So, so that that scripture though is is hard, and it it was something that I really thought long and hard about, and and visited with some people who were wiser than me mm -hmm. in that as well, and and felt like it was it was the right thing. Yeah, no, it, and it has shown the fruits have shown yeah. that it was definitely the the right thing for you and your family, which is has been great. Now I know this isn't a leadership podcast, but you know I really would love to just kind of hear your thoughts on what are some things somebody out there who's making those types of transitions into something during a hard time and um, working with people who are familiar with you. Um, what what would you say are some key things that God gave you to kind of help you navigate that? I think a big thing, and it's funny, my son and I were talking about this this morning on the way in, is just my my personality. Mm -hmm. It's for whatever reason, I can say something and someone else can say something and people receive it better from me. Yeah. And I don't know if that's my personality necessarily or the delivery or, yeah. you know, and let's be honest, people know that my mom was killed in the bombing. And so yeah. that that gives a different light to things when when i say stuff 
but, but I think, I think some of those kinds of things. So the personality, and it was the same in high school. I mean, I had friends across the spectrum yeah. in all different groups. And, and part of that was because I was involved in so many different things, ROTC, band, sports, you know, academics, leadership, student council, all that stuff. So it was very diverse in what I did and who I interacted with. And so, and that was, that's, a few weeks ago, I did a sermon on life verse. You know, what is what is the verse that that you kind of that guides your life? Mm. You know, kind of discovering that, and and that, and then and then that becomes the verse that you weigh everything against. And so, my verse is, "I became all things to all people in order to save some." And so that's what I live by. And so, if you know, so I'm you know, for Paul, it was you know, to the Gentiles I became a yeah. Gentile, to the Jew I became a Jew, and so so that's how I live my life. And and so I, I try to relate to people in wherever they're at. And so does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah, for am sure. Am I answering your question at all or am I just babbling? No, right? you're definitely answering the question. Okay, <laughs> let, let me tell you what I think I hear you saying and then okay. maybe help. Is that essentially during a hard time coming in as a leader, you figured out how you could adapt to the people that you were serving at that time to help bring people together. Yeah, and I, yes, for sure on that. But I think, I think too, I think there's a certain amount of you build the trust, you develop those relationships, yep. you, and, and it's not that we don't rock the boat. We definitely want to move people forward in their faith. But I think, I think, and, and, and that's, and, and here's the other thing. And I mean, don't, no disrespect to people who approach faith or church leadership differently than I do. Oh, for sure. But the way that I approach it is my main goal is, is for people to know Jesus and know him better. And so everything else that doesn't relate to that is pushed to the side for me. Mm. So, so that would be like politics. Yeah. You know, there, there are those who preach politics from the pulpit as far as Republican, Democrat, you know, pro and, you know, against whatever. And right now our society is so divided that whatever stand you take, you automatically alienate 50% of the people. Yeah. And so if I come out pro Republican or pro Democrat, I've automatically lost my voice with half the people. Yeah. And I want to keep my voice to share Jesus with a hundred percent as close as I can get to that as possible. And so, so that's the other thing. So I, and I say avoid, but I just don't, if, if it doesn't help people grow or, or know Jesus or bring people to Jesus, then I just don't care because, and this is the thing, an eternal perspective, this kingdom, this United States will one day go away. Yeah. yeah. It's going to get replaced. Yeah. One way or the other. With the real deal kingdom. With the, yeah. With God's kingdom. It's <laughs> yeah. going away. Yeah. And so which yeah. kingdom am I more interested in investing in? For sure. The one to come. Yeah. So, so I, I would say that's the other thing that I, I, that, that other pastors, when they do that other stuff and it alienates people and it separates and it divides, whereas Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers, yeah. not the ones who stir, yeah. <laughs> stir the pot. Yeah, for sure. So, so anyway, so I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's definitely all, all the above. How's that? Yeah. Happen? No, I think that was good. That's really good because I think uh, those are real things and not, not even as in uh, coming in from leading an organization, but even in our homes, yeah. like just how do we create peace? How do we yeah. make Jesus the main thing in our home for people who are believers, right? Yeah. For those yeah. who say yeah. yes to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I think, yeah, that our vision is to love God, love people, follow Jesus. Right. And I think when you're looking at that and keeping that the main thing, it does help navigate some of those other things. Yeah. That, 
yeah. tend to get in the way of the bigger picture of what we do as a church. Yeah, and, and even as as non-Christians, for non-Christians, the, the teachings of Jesus are universal. Oh, the, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, the principles are real. Yeah. Yeah, regardless. And that's uh, how, I mean, I know people who come to know Jesus because of his teachings. Yeah. They started reading, like, oh, this guy has stuff to say. Yeah. Like, he's good. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah maybe you should think about following him. <laughs> maybe you should be all in. <laughs> that's right. All in. All in. Uh, I th- I th- yes, that's good. That's good. Uh, thinking about being all in, uh, your wife must have been all in because she's not from Guthrie. Correct. And she followed you here. She did. How I will, has it been for her? I will say she was she was concerned about coming home. Mm-hmm. For to Guthrie, on on multiple levels, uh, you know, because it was my home church, it was the church I cared about. It was kind of in a a, a, a a rocky situation at the time, and and so, you know, what if what if it did? What if it failed? And you know, and, and I made things worse. I mean, that's always you know that's that's a that's a big risk coming to a small town, you know, which when we know you're either in or you're out a yeah. lot of times, yeah. And yeah. so, because sometimes you, it can be hard getting in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, even you know, we weren't. I wasn't born here. I, I didn't show up until fourth grade. Even though we had the house out there, I went to private school for a few years growing up, and didn't come to Guthrie until fourth grade. But we were still kind of you know outsiders, mm-hmm. even though we you know lived in Guthrie, lived in Guthrie forever. Yeah. Uh, so it can be very clicky. But so so there was some concerns for her, but. And we just, we prayed about it and decided, you know, she's like, all right, you know, if this is where you feel like you need to be, then, then let's go. And then, and thankfully it did it worked out really well for our son. You know, we were, the, the, the school situation was better for him, which was, which was good. And, and then, and her too, with, with friends and, and different stuff and more opportunities with some different things. She had gotten into some like book clubs and different things. Yeah. And so. Anyway, it worked out really well for us. So yeah, thankfully, again, I mean, it was really a, a big blessing. I'm because she was, she was, she was concerned. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine, you know, coming to a new town, but then it's the town that you're from. Yeah. So she really had to have that attitude of being all in, and she's so sweet, right? Oh, she's the she is the she's best. the best man, and so uh, I'm I'm grateful for that. Thinking about uh, going back to you being a pastor. Um, what is something that most people don't know about pastors that you think like for yourself? I would say <laughs> this is a funny one to be. So is that we are normal people. <laughs> we get, and I don't know about you, but you know, I suffer from this thing called RR road rage. Like, and I use that all the time. I do not suffer from road rage. Uh, I got my own stuff, but not that one. And so, so I, you know, I, that's one of those things I tell stories all the time on myself and, that's why I don't have stickers on my car from the church. I kid you not. That is seriously why I do not put Jesus stickers on my vehicle. Oh, it's, I know, Lord. I am so sorry. But but there were real people. Yeah. I, you know, I play some online video games and stuff. And and even in real life, people are like, you're a pastor? And I'm not always sure how to take that. Like, if it's if it's a good thing. You know, because, Where are they coming from with that? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, wow, you're like normal and relate and yeah. you're not like all whatever. Yeah. And so I, I would say that would be the big thing is that we're, we're just trying to do the best we can to love Jesus and grow yeah. and help people as everybody else. Yeah. You know, we, we come to the table with our own junk and struggles and yeah, that we're just, 
just everyday just, people just have a different calling. Yeah. We're not, you know, some people are called to be a CPA or a doctor or a bus driver or whatever it is. We're just called. That's what our, our calling is. Yeah. No, that's good. Now, thinking about you playing video games, is that just playing video games help you relate to younger people? I mean, in, in the church world as a pastor, you know, there's this a wide range of people, personalities and things like that. Sometimes the struggle can be connecting with youth. Uh, as a pastor and somebody who still plays video games, things like that, does that help you relate to the younger generation? Or is it like... It's more like my style, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is sneakers. Ah, preachers and sneakers. One of these days, I'm gonna be on that Instagram, Eddie. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I think some of that is, you know, just unfortunately my maturity level in, in some things. You know, I always, I say I always. Sometimes I tease my wife. You know, she has two young, <laughs> two, two teenagers, young, two teenagers yeah. at the house. <laughs> And, uh, and so, and, you know, and that's the thing, like I, I do have a bit of a, an addictive personality and it, it hasn't always been great for the relationship with my wife because yeah. sometimes the video games kind of get in, in the oh, way, you yeah. know, I, uh-huh. I, I like, I can, I mean, I would just stay up like early on, I would just stay up all night and just play all night. Like no, like no sleep. How and, long was it before you all had kids? Ooh, so we've been married 20, oh. 26 years, so like 10, 11 years. Wow. Before yeah, we so had Max. Yeah. I can really imagine no kids in game, like when you play games. Uh, and, yeah. And I did use it when I was a youth minister. We would we would do what, what, what used to be called land parties. And so we would set up, <clears throat> we had a computer lab at the church. And we would run Unreal Tournament, or we would set up. I'd set up my Xbox or whatever, and we play Halo and all kinds of stuff that we w- I would play with my students. But yeah, I I, th- I think that definitely helps because that's because when you're visiting with and and I help since I help coach soccer, just hearing them, hearing what they talk about, what they're into. I think part of that is again, which which is funny because you mentioned it at the the last time we did the podcast together that you saw that I'm a curious person. Yeah. And I hadn't really ever thought about, you know, that before and it just kind of resonated within me and that's the thing you just I think if you're curious about what people are into and so for students, what are they into now? What mm-hmm. what is it that they do and trying to relate to that? Oh, you, you know, do you game, you know, kind of those things you ask questions to find out, okay, what are they into and then and yeah. then you can go from there. Yeah. So I think it does help relate to students for sure. But it's not the only thing, you know, it's just sometimes it's just seeing me up the track that helps students say, oh, you know, Ronnie cares about me or, you know, other people and wants to wants to do stuff. So, um, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, definitely. I think the the carry the curious side is I think anybody who wants to connect with people, if you have that. In you to be curious just is going to help automatically people love i mean one of the reasons i do this podcast is because i know that people enjoy sharing their story uh enjoy talking about themselves and you know it's just it's yeah. a great way to connect but also whenever they do share that it's a way that other people can connect with them right, right. and right. so we learn about each other and from that somebody now sees you on the streets and learn oh i didn't know you were in a video game yeah. i'm in a video because you know a lot there's a lot of adults in the video games they just don't typically have the people to talk to about. right you know right. what i'm saying it's kind of like anime i don't meet as many but i'm starting to see, meet more adults who are like in the anime so you, did you know there's a manga bible 
or oh. manga, however you oh, pronounce yes, it. Oh, yes, I did know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used to, I think I loaned my copy and then somebody didn't return it. No. So I, <laughs> but I need you to get it back. Can't. Yeah, I know. You never loan a book. I you know. You, you got to get that sticker and yeah, stamp yeah. it in there. Like, this is mine. Yeah. Return it after a week. No, what you got to start doing is putting the Apple tag. Uh, oh, yeah. To your books that you yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. back. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Because they're going to lose it. Yeah. Because they're not reading it. You know? I've watched some, I've watched some anime. How would we watch? My son and I just watched watched erased have you ever heard of that one no huh um it was actually pretty my pretty son good. my my uh my sons watch it uh they don't watch as much just because they're busy but yeah they watch it but I, I haven't been able to for a while there i was really trying to know because i would go to universities and stuff to speak and so it was one of the ways that yeah, you know like i understand huge. sports uh understanding anime understanding video games like just trying to have a little bit in my repertoire to be able to have conversations but i haven't been doing it as much with the internet and YouTube and the you know just the globalization of everything, students are so much more diverse. Oh my goodness! In that stuff, like yeah. you said, I mean, you know, it's not just because before it used to be able to do like sports and music and bam, you were good. <laughs> yeah, like that was it. And then oh, okay, video games came along. All right, now the big three, like yeah. you were done. But now it's like oh my goodness, and and music is just so diverse. And now you have YouTubers and yeah, uh, TikTokers and you know just all of these different people who contribute yeah different content to the world yeah it's nuts uh tell me how you got into sneakers you know since we're talking about internet and yeah, all yeah, those sure. things sneakers and preachers and so, preachers and sneakers and i, I don't t I, I would say it's probably multi multi-stepped i've always liked shoes even in high school i remember having you know seven eight pair not not necessarily tennis shoes yes but because back then it was like oh was it crockett and tub like you know they it was a little bit nicer yeah yeah dress yeah, up and yeah. so i had you more had some penny loafers you probably have some of those lasso kind of things the multicolored. yeah and then i remember these ones and it was like it had a leather toe but they were like and then it had like green almost like yes. a like a suede yeah you know i had a couple of different pairs what were was those it things called jeans was it jeans west jw Back Jeans in the West, day, yeah, uh -huh. and so I had several pairs from there. Oak Tree was another store. Yeah, yeah. Oak Tree. Oh, yeah, that was a nice yeah, store. Yeah, Harold's uh, was back Harold's, in the day. Oh, that's like you went up. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, not to the. We went to the Harold's warehouse. Warehouse. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We could actually. Afford <laughs> yeah, and then Gills. You remember Gills? Oh, I do remember Gills. Yeah, over. Uh, it was around forever, but those are some of the. Uh, you had to have a little and, bit of cash, and, and I and so I had. I remember my mom bought me. My dad had a heart attack. Bought me the very first Air Max. Oh, that came out. Those red and white ones. Yeah, I had the first pair, huh? Wow. I wish I still had those. If you still had those, oh, those man, would be so, you can sell those for some bank. They would. I'm sure they would just be totally disintegrated. You know. <laughs> yeah, because you wore them. Like, I did. I wore them out. Buying shoes and putting them in boxes and just keeping them. No, which is just crazy to me because I. I buy them and wear them. Like, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I just, yeah. I want to wear them. So anyway, so I, I think it started back then. And then just cause I remember when the shocks, the, when you could first, the Nike, what was it called? Nike by you then, or no Nike by you now, Nike ID, I think is what it used to be called. But anyway, when you first be, could create your own shoe oh, okay, yeah. back in the day and the shocks, when they first dropped, they I, would let you make your own shocks. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, really? yeah. I didn't know that. And so I, this was when, God, this would have been like 17, 18 years ago. And I remember when those dropped. And so I custom ordered and I had them red, white, and blue and USA, you know, like fun stuff. And I never forget. And I, I still remember this. I got them. And it was like six weeks. It took yeah. forever to get them. I lace them up and I 
go to like tighten no, it. No, don't tell me. And it, and, the, and it had these little fabric lace holders uh-huh. and it, one of them ripped out. I was like, are you kidding me? That's the worst. So I, so I called them and they're like, yeah, just send them back. And I'm like, are you going to send me another pair? They're like, yeah, just when you send them back, you just reorder then. I'm like, so another six weeks later, I finally got my, my shocks and they were terrible shoes. They were so uncomfortable. It was so bad. Oh, my wife's like, you, you spent all that money. And I'm like, yeah, but theirs look sweet. They look great. That's what this is about. It's like high heels. You That's know right. What I'm saying? That's like, right. High heels are definitely not comfortable. I don't and think. then another buddy, Eric Peterson, he, Came Where's back. Eric at now? He is in Mar- or, uh, Rhode Island. He's in Rhode oh, Island. Okay. He's a huge sneakerhead. He's got a lot of sweet shoes. And he came back, and and that probably was what really kind of sparked it, my interest. And and then I kind of went nuts the last few years, and now I have to back off because <laughs> wife was like, and you're done. <laughs> you're done. And check that. That's right. Yeah, Wasn't that, that fun? <laughs> Wasn't that fun that you got to do that? And you're done. So, so I am done. Uh, yeah. I'm done with whatever I've got right now. I just take care of those and I'm good to go. Rotate those for the next 20 right. years. I'll yeah. ask at Christmas and birthday for new shoes and that's uh, pretty much it. But you know, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, what, what do I need? Yeah. I don't need yeah. anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I, have a, I have a great family. I have a, a great home. Yeah. You got a vehicle. I got you a car that gets me from A yeah, to B. Yeah. I have a fun convertible for parades yeah. and whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I just... I don't want for anything, so I mean, you got to blow it somewhere. I already, already tied, so I mean, you know. <laughs> Might as well just give me some sneakers. I'm That's tired right. of everything else. That's right. Um, now raising a kid here, uh, kind of going back to growing up in Guthrie, and then being from here. So now he's going through the same high school as you. Y'all are kind of experiencing some of the same schools, some of the same activities, and things like that. Do you, I guess a couple of things, do y'all ever talk about what's different from the time you were here versus, and then talk about things now that you all relate to because you grew up here as well? I, you know, not, not really. Actually, I mean, I hate to be kind of like the, okay, nope. All right, next question. All right, well, let me just. (laughs) But, but, no, we don't talk about that. But not really. I mean, maybe a little bit here and there you, you know cuz he played i played soccer he played soccer but soccer back in the 80s oh. it was totally different wait, wait you, there was a soccer team in high school mm-hmm. yeah it we must have been just yeah 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 it, it, it just it was, started right yeah it was yeah. only i mean it was in its infancy probably 5 years or less when we cuz yeah, we cuz i was on the team that won its for our first game Oh, I wow. mean, you know, like we we were most of the time we we're probably like two and three and yeah. whatever, the, you know, two or three wins each season. I mean, yeah. we weren't a we weren't good and and b there wasn't. I remember, I remember the the whoever it was that was coaching. I kid you not. I was actually talking to the guys about the soccer st- students yesterday about this. I they they didn't realize that I had gone to oh, school here either. Yeah. And I said, I kid you not, our coach showed up with a book coaching soccer for dummies <laughs> like like that's where that's where we were starting from <laughs> um, and oh, it's just so like, good. I mean, like yeah you're not gonna yeah. be good <laughs> and, and most of us had played peewee uh-huh first second third and grade played. right yeah because there was no there was no yeah, yeah there was program. no program yeah there was no program here. so anyway so so yeah i mean 
some of that stuff, you know, when he started at the junior high, that was because I never went to guess. We, you and I, yeah, the no, one, no. never went to guess. So when he was there, that wasn't. Mm-hmm. I did teen buddies there back when I was in high school, but that was about it. Went to the junior high, so that was nostalgic for me in him know, knowing that he was walking the same halls that I did, and yeah. then with the high school, same thing. And you know, it's it's hard because you know I really pushed myself to make good grades and and that was important to me and yeah. in my son's like yeah you know yeah i'm making whatever and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like but i think it was important to you it was important <laughs> right and that's the thing i have to i have to let him be him uh, yeah within reason uh, yeah within reason you know you're still gonna get your work turned in you, yeah. you know you s- s- still need to but uh, but you know that's the thing. Trying to figure out his own way. It's is he a senior or junior? He's a sophomore, actually. Sophomore, sophomore. So, so he's talking about going to Meridian, which I never even considered when I was in school. Yeah. So I, that's kind of neat that yeah. he's trying going to try you know branch out and try some some other stuff. And Meridian, of course. I mean, I'm not getting paid for this, but if you want to send some money Hayes way as a sponsorship, feel free. <laughs> Come on, Meridian. <laughs> Come on, we just mentioned you. <clears throat> but yeah. uh, they do some really great. Things. Oh yeah, I'm no. Really I think they got thankful. some really great programs, yeah. and I, and it's always a bummer to hear somebody who they could have got something early, and then like when they graduate, they be like, "Oh, I want to go do." I'm like, "You should have just went." Of course, hindsight 2020. Yeah, right? would you just should have went to Meridian and right. got that, that same free. certificate? Yeah, for free. Now you got to spend fifteen thousand dollars. Got it. Got it for free. But I think in it too, it just kind of speaks to the change that's happening in the world as far as education goes. Yeah. And Meridian Tech is a great outlet. Yeah. And, uh, like you said, they have some great, great facilities, yeah. uh, great programs, and you know, I think versus. Being somebody who's like, no, this is the way to do it. Like, be open minded yeah. to our, our our students and kids these days, and you know, just yeah. see what happens. Because I mean, you know, I work with adults. You work with adults. Adults work with adults. A lot of us don't even have it figured out. You know, it's know. like, they come know. on, let well, these kids try to figure it out. <laughs> well, if you're like every other pastor, you have this backup plan. Like, what could I do? <laughs> what would you do? I, and that's the thing. My wife, she she doesn't think I could do this, but I would be a teacher. <laughs> Why does your wife think you can be a teacher? She's in your own right. Yeah, I know that too. Probably. (laughs) Well, you know, it's just it's nice because as a pastor, my my schedule's flexible. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can, you know, I can go and help with the with the soccer. Yeah. I can do various things around the. You know, I can go be Dr. Seuss. I can be the Blue Jay. I can, you know, whatever. And so that flexibility is is really really great so it's more about like she doesn't think it'll fit your personality in the sense of like you enjoy getting yeah. out and being a part yeah. of multiple things yeah. yeah 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 and i think that that definitely fits i would say that's true yeah because teaching is like that right. would be the same for me like i could not be you're there yeah yeah it's like wait a second yeah. like what and- my wife does <laughs> So I'm like, no way in the world I could. I mean, I could if I had to. Right, right, right. Yeah. You pay the bills. You're going to, if I had to deliver pizzas, I'll deliver yes, pizzas. That's right. I'll be yeah. door dashing, whatever, yeah. you know. Hey, yeah. yeah. How about a tip there, buddy? I'm figure <laughs> 50 cents. What <laughs> is that? Dollar. My son door dashes some. He was door dashing quite a bit. He's like, I just can't do it. He's like, people just don't even give you a tip anymore. It's like, they do know that's how you make the money. Yeah. It's like, you get two or three dollars and you've driven 
yeah so, right yeah but they got to figure that out but it's still a great service I, i'm grateful for door oh yeah all these new Absolutely. things that weren't around back in the day which is great uh thinking about you coming back um and figuring out the landscape of what Guthrie America looks like today and, and getting involved, I think that you've done a great job of just, you know, thinking about this all in. I know that was y'all's kind of motto, should I say, yeah. uh, as a church. You have truly lived that out in such a way over the last, how many years has it been now that you've been back? Six, going on seven. Six, seven years. I can say that I've seen you uh, really, what your wife is saying is true holds true in sense of like you're doing a whole bunch of different things uh out of that you've recently i know last year i think or year before last you know religious leader i think that's how they said it religious leader of the the year or oh, something like that from yeah, the leader yeah, yeah. yeah from yeah, the yeah, leader yeah. and then this year uh being named citizen of the year <laughs> yeah you know and, and those things speak to what i've i think what i've understand about those things is like the person who's been the most visible Right. The person that people see that, like you said, they see me up on the track. The students see you on the track is a sign of, oh, he cares. Right. You showing up says that you care. Recently, one citizen of the year. Talk to me about now. You didn't do any of that stuff to be named citizen. You are religious leader of the year. I did. That's all all I was going for. (laughs) Not that I know, ladies and gentlemen. But. Tell me, like, what did that mean to you? Uh, Was it something that you ever expected? Talk to me about that experience. No, not at all. I, in fact, I, it reminds me. I need to go by the leader and pick up my certificate. Oh, from, I know. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I just I, one, I'm forgetful, and two, I'm a procrastinator. And so I'll get it tomorrow, though. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I. And this is one of those things that wherever I live. I, I've always tried to get involved, mm-hmm. wanted to be involved in the community because I, that's to me, that's the kind of pastor and the minister that I want to be. I want, I want people to know people until people know you care. Yeah. There's just, you've got to build those bridges and it, it can't just be uh you know, knock, knock, knock on your door. Hey, here's here. Let me tell you about Jesus yeah. and then go away. Yeah. People want to know that you're in it with them first. And and so for me, I feel like I I earn the right to share yeah. about Jesus and and share about what it means to have faith and and the importance of being part of a church community and so so all those things go along with that and and help me to to do that and so no I I I had no idea especially Citizen of the Year I, I'll be honest like there was a part of me that's like oh you know I'm, I might get Volunteer of the Year and then they start reading all the all the stuff that the ball you're like oh well no, I'm out on that and you're like man <laughs> that's I, not the one I'm definitely I don't even have time for all that like how in the world does that yeah. person even do all that <laughs> and so you're like well I guess I'll never be getting Volunteer of the Year and and so anyway and then and then when Dr Simpson got up there and started reading and I'm like. Well, that kind of sounds, you know, and you, yeah. you, you, do, you know, you don't, it's, it's again, back to that parable. You don't want to take the, the, the seat and, you know, like get yeah, up and then that's like, right. and then the winner is Henny Coleman. Like, oh yeah, I'm standing up for Henny. I'm doing a standing ovation <laughs> yeah. for the first one. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I love him. He's the greatest. Yeah. You know, and so, so yeah, no, I was, and I did, I wept because mm. it was so powerful and so humbling in that moment, and it still it still makes me emotional. I can I can feel like the tears, yeah. and that and that part of welling up. It's just it's very humbling because because you I don't I don't do it for the notoriety. I do it because 
I love my community. Yeah. You know, I, I read with students and have since I got here because I, I love my, my, my community. I, I want it to be better. I want students to be better. And, and I think, and this is, this is one of the things, you know, you're always working on messages and stuff. And, and one of the things I think about is if everyone did what I did, mm -hmm. what, what would it, what, what would that mean? Yeah. You know, how would the church be? How would the community be? Now I know that again, because of my flexibility, I'm able to do things, yeah. Right. but there are other things that people can do that they're not in a different way. Yeah. And in other ways, I think, I think a lot of people have, I think, especially I, we have enough people in this town that there should never be a reason why a student can't read. Mm. I think there's, I think people could volunteer 30 minutes to an hour of their time every week to read with students. And, and the school has started reading buddies which I'm a huge proponent of. We, I was lucky enough to be part of starting the mentoring program that El Reno has. I was on the ground when we first met with some other school districts and what they were doing. And so we started a, a mentoring program there, which they called it mentoring, but it was reading with, reading with students. Yeah. And, and so I've been kind of pushing Dr. Simpson a little bit and we finally got it going this year and so every site has a contact person and they'll put, so if you call in, you get, get your uh, background check done and you talk to that person, they'll plug you in with the teacher and that teacher will, will either have you read with students or come and do more like one-on-one -on -one helping that student read <clears throat> because it, I mean, we know if you can't read, you're not going anywhere yeah. in life. Yeah. You, you, you can't do math. If you can't read, you can't, do history if you can't read you can't do science if you can't read and so we've got to get got to help that because and and i'm not i mean i'm a huge public school fan of the, the problem there's lots of issues with public school but that are i would say outside of our superintendent and teachers ability to change yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got class size which means we need more funding for teachers we need more classroom spaces we we need more you know just all of, all of those kinds of things that that would help with that so anyway but what we can do is that we can come alongside the school as community and help students be better readers yeah which will help everything yeah moving forward so anyway so so back to your original question no i i didn't man i really chased the rabbit on that and so i, I didn't expect it and i i don't i do those things because i i love my community wherever I live. Yep. I mean, yeah, yes, I, this is my home. I love my community, but I did a lot of the same things in, in El Reno too. Yeah. When I was there and Waco's, you know, the bigger, bigger towns are a lot harder to get involved with. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. Small towns are people. I mean, they're, it's hungry yeah. for people to, to step up. Yeah. And, and so it, it's super easy yeah. to, to get involved. No, yeah, I think that's good. And I think, you know, one of the things that you said was like, what if everybody yeah. lived a life to where everybody was citizen of the year, right? Yeah. You could just like, you just yeah. throw a rock out there and hit somebody and that person could also be deemed citizen of the year. Yeah. Or people would say that yeah. person is, is that. And to be able to encourage that. But um, I think, too, whenever I look at you and your, your story and your life uh, up close here, um, I think it does come out of you just truly care. Yeah. Right. And so that's a heart thing. That's, yeah. You know, but there's also the flip side of that is like some people do it, which they do it because of their job. 
right? Yeah. Or my job requires me to do this, or whatever yeah. the case may be. So it's always cool to see somebody get something like Citizen of the Year and it's like, oh, yeah, that person really has that heart for yeah. serving this community and making a difference. And we just wish everybody could do that. What like For those people to listen, though, what would you say would be the first step to starting a lifestyle of that to make? I think, and, and we are... We are lucky in, I mean, the good and the bad of, of where we live. There's plenty of opportunities to be involved in your community in various ways and, and on various days. Yeah. You know, if, and so maybe maybe your day off is, is, is a Wednesday, and so you can help at God's Food Bank or at Hope House or at Brunch on Noble or, you know, there's there's so many or, – or even just – Again, back to the to the reading buddies. You know, go read with a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are they, they aren't reading complicated. It's not like they're reading <laughs> biblical names or something. I mean, this is like C spot run doable. or yeah, it's doable. Yeah, you know, most I can t- go read with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's like what what letter is this? I mean, that's a lot of these kids are are behind, and so yeah. they just because uh, I'm working with kindergarten right now. So I mean, hopefully everybody out there in TV land can. Can definitely read on that level. Read on that level and, yeah. and identify letters and, yeah. and I mean it's it, it's really fun and 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 every time you go you know the kids just come up and just give you hugs and I mean God who doesn't love that yeah. I mean how oh. often do you do it I do it once a week Yep in where, what time or day So I go I go to Fogarty Tuesday mornings at nine Oh gotcha I'm working okay. with Mrs Davenport right now I've worked. Uh, I started at Guess because that's where my wife was, and so she had just kind of mentioned that I to one one of the one of the teachers that I was looking for students to read with, and so I started with, I guess that would be fifth grade, and and then I was like, you know, I just I need to start earlier, yeah, because by by now, I mean, I mean, I, I hate to say that it's 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 almost too late, yeah. By the time if you're in fifth and sixth grade and you can't read, yeah. Man, that's hard to catch up. Yeah. It's really hard At to catch up. At least for what you're going to offer them. Right, right. Yeah. For, you know, 30, 30 minutes, 45 yeah. minutes a week, I, I, there's not, not much I can do. But but 30 or 45 minutes a week with a kindergartner, that's that's a different ballgame. Yeah. Are you reading to the same student every time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I have three kids that okay. I that I pull out. They all come with me, and then and and that's a great thing. That's the other thing. The teacher works with you, and so there's she gives me a bag, and so there'll be some you know quote unquote games or edu- educational games, and so we'll they pick whichever one it is, and then we just because they're all about letters or yeah. building words or sounding out words or whatever, yeah. uh, writing uh, letters and things, and so. So that's what I do. And so like 30, 45 minutes. And then of course I do my cheesy magic for, I've done it for Mrs. Benham. I've done it for you need to stop Mrs. That. Davenport. Oh, it's the best. You need to stop they this. love that. They love it. They love it. So are you read to all three of them at the same time? So, so I don't read. So we'll play. So like, so there's a go fish game, Okay. but it's got a letter. So it's, you know, it's the big L and the little. And so, you know, you're like, Oh, does you have an L or lion? And they're like, Oh yeah, I've got, you know, and so then you, you make your pairs and, and so, or, or you're building And So you'll see a picture of a, of a hat and it's like, okay, what is, what's, Oh, it's H. Okay. What's the second letter? Ah, ah, ah. That's, that's an A and then you know, so you're sounding out. So they're doing those worksheets, um, and, you know, and then they get a piece of candy at the end. So yeah. there's some reward for working, you know. And, and so if I get a kid, one of my students, you know, who's a little rambunctious or whatever, I'm like, hey, you know, let's focus. Yeah. And I said, I, I want you to keep coming, 
you know, it's a privilege to come and, and be with me and, and get out of class and, and to get a piece of candy. And I just, I need you to cooperate. Yeah. And, and they're always really good. They're good kids. Do, uh, so you're not reading to them. You're kind of doing that and playing the games, kind of helping on sound things. Yeah. Out, things yeah, like that. that. Okay. It, now, it's not I, literally reading to them. Well, and I will say though, when I can, when I've got a little extra time, I will read to the whole class. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Davenport has some, so a couple, two or three books. And so I'll read a couple books with the gotcha. kids. Gotcha. No, that's really cool, man. That is so cool. Thank you for what you do. Uh, and congratulations again on Citizen of the Year and Religious Leader of the Year and all the other years with all the other things that that's you crazy. Well, they, you won. Everybody else already won it, so um, <laughs> you had to give it to somebody. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's not true, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, everybody has not won it. Everybody has not won it, but you definitely have. Have and, you won it? You deserve what? <laughs> <laughs> See? Everybody's already won it. Everybody's already won it. Yeah, no... Uh, yeah, so thank you again. Before before we jump off, just tell me what it means to you when you see the hashtag Choose Guthrie. Choose Guthrie. I, I think it, it, it means that we, sh we shop local as much as we can. I think we support the things that are in our community as much as we can. I think we're involved here making our community better as much as we can, whether it's volunteering, whether it's shopping, whether it's eating, whether it's just supporting all the local events. That That's what choose Guthrie means to me yeah yeah that's so good man thank you so much uh, Thanks, for Eddie. joining me again um ladies and gentlemen again we are on a mission to have every story told of the people doing life in our great awesome town and i always like to end with this question will yours be next <laughs>